All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerd Variety Podcast. We've got me. I'm Hannah. We've got Josh. Hey. And we've got Hunter. Hey! <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the shows that we watched as kids, sort of the things that um, influenced what we watch today and maybe even changed us as people. So Josh and I have talked about this a little bit in the past, uh, but I wanted to know specifically from Hunter, what did you watch as a kid? I watched Friends. Oh, really? That was like my show when I was a kid. That was my favorite show, which I feel like it says a lot about me. I kind of connected to uh, to Chandler Bing a lot. All right. Did you jump into a certain season, or did you start from the very beginning? Uh, well, it started airing. I can never keep track. I think I was like, if it was, was it ninety four, or. Maybe 91 when it started? 94 when it started, and it ended okay. in 2004. So yeah. So I was uh, a year old or less, so I did not start at the very beginning. <laughs> I think I started in, like, I think I came in when they were airing, like, season five or six. Uh, probably somewhere around there. Maybe even, like, four. But, yeah, I was, I was young <laughs> when I got to end. I just, I loved that show so much. And uh, I watched it with uh, with my family, and uh, yeah, that was my show. And I, honestly, at that time, I was uh, I got because of how into it I got. I was pretty uh, loyal, and I kept feeling like it was competing with Seinfeld. Seinfeld. So I I never watched Seinfeld because I I felt <laughs> like that would be betraying friends. Yeah, pick a side. Yeah, and, and I did so. I still haven't I, seen Seinfeld to this day, but... Well, I haven't seen Friends. I haven't seen any of Seinfeld. <laughs> That's more acceptable, Josh. It's more of, I'm not interested in watching it. Yeah. Hannah, uh, you need to get on that now, because I, we're about to take it off but, of Netflix. But I have vicariously watched it through my husband. Yes. So... Clarification, I have vicariously watched it because of roommates. <laughs> and siblings, hey, one of my siblings. So, but otherwise, I'm I'm more I'm okay. <laughs> Not really <look> very confused. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So that was that was a, a big one for me. That was probably the biggest one. And honestly, I'm probably going to be fine once they take it off of Netflix because I have like literally every scene and every line memorized from that show. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know if you know James from college, how he kind of had uh, The Office memorized. That's, that's kind of how I am with friends. Um, I just. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, I guess I'm just not that into to sitcoms. Like I watched How I Met Your Mother and I enjoyed that, but pretty much only because my husband shoved it down my throat. He was like, watch it. And so I was like, okay, and I watched it, and it was good, but that's just not generally the type of show that I'm drawn to. But I mean, but I can get it was that. A good show. Hmm. It was a good show. How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still not like obsessed with it to the point he has. I've, I've still, God forbid, only watched it one time all the way through. I know. I know. Well, I don't know where you Blast can watch it right now. 
I don't know. Because I think they took it off, like, everything. So I don't even know where to I find it anymore. I don't know how that is. Yeah, I Hulu. started collecting. Is it on Hulu? I don't know. I thought they took it off of there. Maybe it's all on Hulu. It's all. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe it was on Netflix and they took it off of Netflix. But yeah, um, I need to get on that. Same with same with Scrubs. Scrubs was another show I watched a lot. I do like Scrubs, and I loved it. And that's a I've seen it less than I've seen Friends, but I've still seen it a lot. The only thing I haven't been able to get through is like. I can't even keep track of the number. Whatever the last season was. Yeah. I want to say nine. Yeah, I want to say that too. But they're like the school. And I've tried to watch it. I just can't. Like, it's... I don't know. I've heard it's not bad. But it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. You can accept the old show, the season eight of Script as the ending, and mm -hmm. just consider that a spinoff. Watch it if you want to, but... Yeah. If you want to feel some completion, just watch. I also think I finished it like completely for the first time just a, a few years ago. And I was not very happy with the ending, honestly. Like they did the whole slideshow thing with, I guess, like the future or something, him, uh, JD and Elliot. It, mm. it was weird to me. I didn't like it. I don't like them as a couple in the show. It just. They're both terrible people. <laughs> and yeah. it just mm-hmm. bugged me. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. Uh, uh, besides, uh, aside from those two, some other shows that I really got into were like Fairly Odd Parents uh, and then Jimmy Neutron. Mm-hmm. And SpongeBob, of course. Uh, but only. Not it probably not as long as I feel like I, I always didn't think. Uh, probably around I probably stopped watching the show around the time the first movie came out. Uh, Which show? I'm trying to consider the year that was 2004, I think. Could be. And about that time is when the like season five of the show was out. And Wait, what are we talking about? Spongebob. Ah. Yeah, so that that's probably about as much as I had actually watched of it. Uh, and then uh, other shows. I know there were, uh, well, there was kind of a plethora of other shows like Ed and Eddie. Uh, what was the other one? I don't think I was allowed to watch Ed and Eddie. It was stupid was it and wonderful. <laughs> but. I don't know. There were really random shows that I wasn't allowed to watch as kids, all for various reasons. I was allowed um, to watch, like, every show, and I pretty much did. Yeah, but I watched The Matrix when I was, like, six. Yeah. yeah. But, but I wasn't allowed to watch Arthur. No, four. I was four. What? I saw Terminator 2 when I was four. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about The Matrix, because I'm like, uh, I don't think that's possible. That doesn't work. Like, the timeline's off. I was... I was five or six. I don't remember when in the year it came out. Yeah, we can look uh, up. Yeah. I was probably about six because it came out in 99, right? Or was it 2000? I know it, it was 99. It was March in 99. Okay. Well, then I was five. I was four. Nope, three. Wait, yeah, three. Good job. 
I can math. Shut up. Good job. Good job. Uh, you haven't proven that to me yet. You keep saying. I would turn. I would have turned four that year, nah. but in March I would have been three. Yeah, yeah. I would have turned six that year, but in March I was four, five. <laughs> Damn it! <I laughs> now who can't do math? All right. Hey, I didn't claim that I could. <laughs> I just have proved in the past past that I can. Um. Anyways, so those. Uh, those shows and then some of the weird ones too that took me a bit to get into but yeah uh like invader zim i love that show but it was so weird uh courage the cowardly dog i had a feeling that was gonna be on your list um codename kids next door uh but i remember that less and then uh rocco's modern life and Cat Dog. There were a lot of Nickelodeon shows. Nickelodeon was pretty much my my jam. Uh, a lot of the cartoon shows on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Some Thank of you. the some of the live action, but I don't remember them as much. Like all that and uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? A lot of those classic ones. I remember Good Burger more than I remember all that. I don't remember watching any live action Nickelodeon shows when I was a kid. I didn't watch any Disney Channel. Disney Channel was just like, I I always, even when I was a kid, I thought that was stupid. And I watched and wish I could still watch a lot of Kim Possible. See, I never really watched that. Oh, oh my gosh. speaking of which, so I, also watched, I also watched uh, like Dexter's Lab. Or Dexter's oh yeah, of course. Um, and then there were a few. There were uh, Rugrats. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch Rugrats. Why? Because I think the kids were just like mean to each other or mean to their parents. And my my parents were like, we're not for that. You can't watch it. And I was like, all right. Uh, The Wild Thornberries, I may have said. Um, Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold was great. It was a good show. It was a very decent, very real show. Uh, My eyebrow is bothering me. It looks weird. I feel like you guys are just like ever so slightly from a generation before me, which makes sense because you guys are all older than me. How old are you? I'm going to be 24 this year. Okay. Shut up. (laughs) I'm mature for my age, okay? uh, Sure you are. (laughs) No, but it's like I know of all the shows. Josh, should we take her word at her age? She's not been doing well so far. Yeah, her math. uh, I'm going to have to, you know. Wow. Yeah. In 99, I was three. No, four. No, two. No, five. No. uh, Do you even remember? (laughs) Well, you know what? Let's see. I was born in 86. It's because I do, it's because I do such complicated math in my day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. I I can't do the easy stuff anymore. Basically, you're too good at math. I am. You can't even do the simple math. My brain has, like, addition is supposed to be automatic, so I've forgotten how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Pretty much. Pretty much. (sighs) (laughs) No, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It is. Of course, of course, of course. No, but I, I feel like I know of all the shows you're saying, and I feel like I I was just ever so slightly past them. I feel like a lot of them were pretty short lived. Mm. Some, some have very few seasons. Yeah, uh, I you know my family didn't really have uh, we didn't have satellite TV until we until two thousand one, and so mm-hmm. I had to rely on like going to school to watch some of these shows. And 
you know, after school programs and daycares and friends' houses to watch a lot of these shows before we can start watching, we can start watching them in, in our own house. Yeah. Uh, so I had, I had a lot to catch up on. It's kind of, it's kind of had a, a big dump of, you know, Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, Dexter, uh, sorry, well, <laughs> Dexter's, as you can see, Dexter's was one of the big shows I watched on Cartoon Network. <laughs> my top. Oh yeah, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon were pretty much the two channels I alternated between. That's why I also grew up on Dragon Ball Z and then Dragon Ball GT. I was going to say, I was surprised that there wasn't any anime in that list. Yeah, the Dragon Ball Z was my show. Uh, not Davy's show, apparently. I grew into it. I had, a, had a, some help uh, after uh, school. One, I wasn't really into anime growing up, besides like Pokemon and Digimon. And then, oh yeah, Pokemon was another like, show, I guess. This is, this is a little weird for me to, to get into. And then after getting, in, getting out of high school and like sitting down, I was like, huh, this is actually kind of interesting. I, I think Dragon Ball Z is the Dragon Ball series as a whole is uh, probably one of the least weird anime. Yeah. It's yeah. a gateway anime. And I still haven't seen it all the way through. Go watch it right now. <laughs> no. Yes. I have better things to do. No, you don't. Um, I... And then go watch Dragon Ball Z Abridged because it's wonderful. Or watch Dragon Ball Z Abridged first and then watch Dragon Ball. But you won't understand it. <laughs> it, it will be I know American. the basic premise of the show. Yeah, it's, a, it's Americanized. It's theory, so that will, op- that will uh, again, that will open, that will be the gateway for the gateway anime. Gotcha, what, gotcha. I don't need a gateway anime because anime, I watch other anime. Exactly, exactly. But why, but why not watch the most, the most popular one, I would say, of all? <sighs> Maybe. We'll see. At some point. Never watch Dragon Ball. Who dis? Oh, never mind. We'll get around. Uh, we'll get to it eventually. Um, so like, like in terms of, oh, I was also gonna say Johnny Bravo was another one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Johnny Bravo. But the one show that I loved as a kid, and I, I don't think I've heard either of you mention Josh in our previous conversation, was Danny Phantom. And I wonder no, if that was I, just like after your time and everything you're saying was a little bit. Before I think it was. I think it was just after my time. Because uh, I was obsessed. I, I had heard about it a lot but i i didn't really watch it yeah i want to say it came out in 2004 and lasted until 2007 or 8 we can look it up you can look it up i can uh first episode was 2004 last one was 2007 nice so you don't even have to guess (laughs) you got all these down yeah well yeah, again, I keep thinking of more because there were so many that were just mm-hmm. kind of there. Uh, some very randomly and, again, didn't last very long. But, yeah, there were there were a lot of good ones. Out of, out of what you watched as a kid, what do you feel like matches up closest to what you like to watch today? Like, do you still have similar, similar things that you watch? Is it mostly... <sighs> It sounds like a lot of comedy. Yes, I did like comedy. Um, probably why today I love Rick and Morty so much. Okay. Kind of my humor evolving. Um, and actually, you know what? Surprisingly, when I was younger, I guess this was surprising. I don't. This wasn't a show that was necessarily forbidden from me. I wasn't told I couldn't watch it. But I, I when I was a kid, I didn't really get into South Park. And now it's one of like my favorite shows. I still haven't gotten into South Park. Not me neither. 
You guys are lame. Even though I, even though I knew it, that they do a lot of, um, what's the what's the word? Um, kind of parallel what's going on in news and media and culture today. Yeah, they're very um, topical. Yeah. Yes, topical. Thank yeah. you. And they make a lot of really good good points, and they're very their parodies are very funny. Yeah. Um, their whole Mr. Garrison as Trump was was pretty funny. I watched. I, I was able to watch a little bit of that. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to sound like high and mighty when I say this, but it's probably going to come off that way. Sure. I just feel like I don't like stupid humor. And I feel like a lot of what I've seen from South Park is stupid. And it seems like they can be really clever. I, I it feel seems like... like a lot of fart and poop jokes. And I'm like, ah, which is why I'm not as into SpongeBob as like most of the people I know. Well, you have to watch, start from the, from the first four seasons to yeah. really appreciate you know, now it's more goofy, just really goofy, silly. Mm-hmm. I guess more closer to the kids to kids' ages now, and now it's like okay, well, we can we can we can't really appreciate that humor and this humor that they're pushing now, but we could appreciate it now, looking mm-hmm. back at the old episodes. Well, I think um, I don't know. I I did think it was a very it was like really stupid comedy, as you say it. Um, but you know, the more I really watched it and paid attention to it, it's actually, it's pretty smart. I think that's what I, that's what I get is, is that it, it, again, what I've seen of it, I feel like is stupid, but I feel like if you go into a little bit more, maybe it's smart. It's hard to tell. Yeah. The filter has some of the gross out stuff because Mm -hmm. yeah, they they do know that some of their audience just wants to laugh at, you know, poop and sex and yeah and And then some of it a lot of it is just you know very uh i guess satirical Mm -hmm. so there's yeah and that that i think is fun Mm -hmm. but and i actually have no problem with jokes about farts and poop and sex and all that stuff but i feel like if you're too in your face about it it's like like i'm not here for it so i actually really like um Phineas and Ferb for that reason because <laughs> it's very much it. a kids show it's very much a kids show and every episode is exactly the same but they have they do you know the thing that kids shows do where they throw adult humor in there but it's really subtle yeah they have turned it into an art like it's so good um they did that in a lot of shows when I was a kid and oh, yeah. I didn't even notice it until I, went I know. And watched it yeah I love that I just when it's when it feels like that's the main point of the comedy and the smart comedy is the subtle stuff, I'm like, mm, it feels backwards to me. And I honestly, I, you know, I feel like SpongeBob was a great show with that, you know, a great example of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. had kind of hidden adult humor that you really didn't get when you were a kid. Yeah. You may have laughed at something, but then it... Don't drop them. Huh? Gary, look, the balloons. Don't drop them. Case in point, oh, yeah, really, really one that really went over our heads. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so Josh, what did you watch as a kid? Oh, let's see. One of the big ones I remember watching was Arthur. Was it or going before Satellite? In my house, I watched a lot of Arthur, and then you know, outside of that, we had to rent a lot of stuff. <laughs> I would, um, I was really into Pokemon after around second grade. Uh, all my friends were watching the show, so I, we would go to 
uh, movie gallery and rent the three episode tapes and watch them. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I would go oh, to tapes. Yes, yes, VHS could say uh, tapes. Uh, otherwise, I'll go to friends' houses and watch, uh, you know, Nickelodeon, uh, some Cartoon Network, Disney Channel stuff. Um, all the old, um, and sometimes if we were lucky, we could get, uh, we could configure the, the the TV antenna. The weird, we, we had a um, like a coat hanger and a weird, a little little connector adapter to the back of the TV, and we could get um, ABC, and that which had all the all those like late 80s early 90s D- disney tv shows yeah uh, we're really um dating ourselves aren't we yeah <laughs> well <laughs> people know exactly <laughs> the time period we were born <laughs> yeah well yeah just enjoy. it was it was you know it was, it was all right it was and then after we got out of the light the the, the the floodgates opened and we could watch what everybody else was watching like at the, at the house and mm-hmm. you know, then watching you know spongebob and hey arnold and uh dexter's laboratory um just just a lot just just getting just getting all your basic cartoon group food groups mm-hmm. powerpuff girls was another one. Oh my gosh i loved powerpuff girls um well and i have two sisters so there's the three of us and my brother um and our personalities lined up pretty well and we always made my brother be we would like play powerpuff girls and my brother would be mojo jojo uh it was good times i remember first seeing that show and then like this is a girl show but i couldn't stop myself from watching it was just, <laughs> a good show wow this is this is, this is a girl this is a girl show this is this is cool i <laughs> i don't show. know why cool. <laughs> there was one specific episode that i remember and i really enjoyed it because it was uh it was basically a whole thing where they were kind of doing a i don't even know what you would call it it was like the beatles but they were like the beat alls. Oh my gosh. And it was like the group of villains. And then there was. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. There was like, uh, they just constantly were making references to Beatles songs and everything mm-hmm. like that. So there was like, um, the professor, I guess, came in one day to then. It's like, girls, I, I read the news today. Oh boy. Like the opening to day in life anyways it was funny i remember that's the only thing i remember from that episode actually but still all right josh did you watch any like adult not like adult shows but like so hunter watched friends um and scrubs and i watched mostly sci-fi and fantasy stuff but like i grew up on star trek the original series Hmm. um which is definitely not a kid's show Right. So, did you have anything like that as well? Mm. As far as I watched, you know, uh, some of the sit- a lot of sitcoms, and then mm-hmm. into watching more adult things was uh, me watching Family Guy, and I watched a lot of Family Guy. Uh, that was a while later, wasn't it? I more so kind of like Family Guy start. Oh, it started in '99. That's what I thought. Actually. I, of course, I couldn't watch until we, we couldn't watch until we had. Cartoon Network, and then uh, I think more so in like late middle school, high school, I started watching the show after friends kept referencing referencing it and uh, just, you know, making jokes. And I started watching some of the episodes too. And then I just really started like, di- like, in- like inhaling all the like all episodes, like, like every other night. Uh, 
and that kind of like opened my eyes to like a lot of pop culture stuff that I kind of that I kind of missed because they make so many references to it. So again, you know, uh, things that are more that in your face adult humor, but it also had a lot of thing like pop culture and satire that you know is good for someone to kind of see and be entertained by. Yeah. It took me a long time to get into Family Guy. I, I don't think I even really knew about it until I don't even remember what year it would have been, but it was much later. And like a friend of mine at the time was watching it and I just kind of saw it and I was like, this looks really stupid, but it's funny occasionally. So I, I think it was even after that, a good bit after that, that I actually started kind of watching it on my own. Oh, sorry. Just thought of another great show that I remember watching as a kid, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How has that not been brought up already? It was uh, going to happen at some point. Eventually, and it's going to take up a, a lot of... <laughs> yeah. I was kind of afraid to bring it up because we could talk about it forever. Do it at least I could. Avatar and... I have all of it on DVD. The thing is, I don't really remember, like, any of it. It's so good. I need to go back and watch it because, like, every time I watch it, I realize, like just the layers upon layers of, of what's going on there in terms of storytelling and character development. Um, and I recently for an interview had to, a uh, had to answer the question, uh, who's my favorite fictional character, which was very hard. And I had to, I only had two minutes to think about it. And I went with Katara because like she, she, I think for me, right, and I see this theme kind of overarching whenever I look at the shows that I watched as a kid, she was one of those women who was just very powerful and kind of for me one of my first like feminist icons um because she's like i'm not gonna just learn how to heal i want to actually fight um and i think that was really cool and something that i maybe like connected to as a kid without even really realizing what it was yeah she was a good anchor for ang and Sokka and mm -hmm. Toph later on and mm -hmm. zuko yeah, but she had like this this dual personality where she was very motherly and nurturing, but also very strong and fierce and independent. I was like, yeah, not a damsel, damsel in distress. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so I loved Powerpuff Girls and Kim Possible, um, and and anything like that that had like these strong female leads. Powerpuff Girls, obviously, when I was a little younger, but yeah. Yeah. Avatar definitely up there. Kids, a lot of lessons. And just giving you a lot of like, again, another, another it's another gateway into anime. You mm -hmm. inspired, and it was inspired by a lot of anime, um, and it just just really did a lot of covered a lot of ground over only three seasons. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully, you know, it, maybe they can recreate it for the Netflix series. Uh, I'm so hopeful. You know, I think they're going to do a live action movie of it. No, they're doing it. It's a. I'm kidding. Oh, like, it's a TV show that they're doing, right? It's, on Netflix. it's already on the the block is already on Netflix. They already have a space yeah. for it. Um, I, was, I was kidding. I was kidding. Don't talk about the movie. No, what movie? They didn't actually go through with it. Okay, There's good. No no. All that. There's no such thing as an Avatar Last Airbender movie. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it only makes sense to do it as a TV series or a miniseries. I mean, yeah. What else can you do? But it's going to be interesting to see if they just, like, copy it verbatim 
or if they are actually trying to do something new with it. Because it's like you're turning a TV show into another TV show. Are you going to change it, or is it just going to be exactly the same? Have you ever seen anybody adapt a TV show or a book, even, or anything? Have you ever seen anything adapted directly as it was no of course not and it would be ridiculous if they tried to do that but it's just it's gonna be interesting seeing what they do decide to do mm-hmm. yeah i know it's been let's see 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 over 12 years since the show ended um and so it's, it's it hasn't been that long since the show's been out and you know i feel like you could i don't know if I know they show reruns on some of the, maybe not Nickelodeon, but some of the alternate Nickelodeon channels that just show old TV shows. Um, so you know, it's it's still it's out there and it hasn't it hasn't really left the circuit. I just showed my nephew um, the first four episodes, and he was like, he was a little like you know back and forth, but then he got he saw the episode where he's running from the giant. Um, uh, I think it was episode four, the koi fish. No, that wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. the episode I'm talking about. Yoshi Island. He was really into it. Uh, so I was like, yeah, see, you don't need to watch, you know, you don't need, really need the live action. But if they're insisting on making it, you know, appropriately, then I might give it a try. Yeah, well, it sounds like there's a lot of the original crew working on it. Um, so I'm I'm hopeful. And Netflix has had a good run of things recently. Yeah. So Actually, that, I don't know why. Just because we're talking about childhood shows and uh, new things of them. Uh, they are coming out with, I, I don't think it's out yet, but I've missed a lot of stuff lately. So it's very possible. Uh, they're coming out with a, an Invader Zim movie, and I am so excited about that. Yeah. And it's the original creator doing it, and I'm just, I'm so happy for it. It just looks so stupid, and I'm so happy. Yeah, we met uh, Richard Horvitz at a uh, Atlanta Comic Con, and he was very excited about it. And just you know, tell us go, tell us go watch it. It's it's done. We just don't know when it's gonna when it's gonna drop. And you know, I think it just dropped this weekend, actually, or this week. The trailer and the announcement, the date. But um, I'm sure you know we'll make a movie out of it. We'll make a movie night out of it, or something like that. I don't know if a lot of people in our group watched watched invaders and but i don't know I have. So it's out there yeah. it seems good and going back to but going back to an older uh to watching older shows <laughs> um csi oh really yeah yeah i just thought about that uh i i think i started watching it in school or hmm. something like that it was more of a i think we were they were they're letting us watch it in like school instead of teaching us uh those days and because it was like oh they're using the scientific method and hey watch this stuff it's a lot of you know <laughs> science detective work i when used I to getting into it it's like that's and learning a lot of things about people and crime and situations that i didn't know before it's like oh this is this is kind of eye-opening to me yeah, I think I was exposed to a lot of stuff for the first time at my, my grandma's house because um, they had their Super Nintendo. So that was like the first video games I ever played were on the Super Nintendo. Are we talking um, about games now? No, no, no. It's, there's a segue. Um, but we we watched a lot of Star Trek, the original series, MASH and Beverly Hillbillies. 
as kids. Good choice. Um, yeah. So, um, and MASH especially was, was interesting to watch as a kid, I think, because it was, like, it's, I don't know, it's got this really interesting mix of, like, it's kind of dark at times and really dramatic, but it's also comedy. Um, and it's been fun because my husband's whole family's obsessed with it. So it was cool to like connect with them over that. But it's just, I don't feel like a normal TV show for an eight-year-old to be watching. Um, I mean, I watched... I thoroughly uh, enjoyed it. I remember some of the older shows that I watched when I was younger were like, um, I Dream of Jeannie and I Love Lucy. Oh yeah, I Love Lucy. Actually, I had a I had a teacher in elementary school that was super obsessed with it. So she just liked showing us episodes every once in a while. <laughs> and uh, I think maybe teach you everything you need to know in life. Yeah, maybe occasionally uh, when I was up, I would watch when I was up later, and eventually I had a TV in my room. I would watch like uh, so. I guess I was a bit older. Don't know how much though. It was hard to keep track. Um, I watched a, occasionally a few episodes of like the Brady Bunch and maybe what was it? Home Improvement? The one with uh, Tim mm-hmm. Allen. I didn't watch much. I didn't watch it very much and I, I never really got into it fully, either of those, but occasionally they were on and I watched them. Ooh, another, again, I keep thinking of shows from when I was a kid. You get so excited. Malcolm in the Middle was another one that I loved and it it's ah that's a great show I've tried to go back and rewatch it uh and it's good I think it's I don't know if it still is but it was on Netflix for a while so uh that would I'd be fine looking that up just again to see and I just remembered all of the like PBS stuff that I watched as a kid because it was like oh wait I watched a lot of PBS didn't I um there's a lot of, I feel like my favorite show is Cyber Chase, because of course it was, because that's just the kind of person I am. Um, I like Cyber Chase a lot. Oh, excuse me. And I think, Burn. did you guys, shut up, I'm, I'm smart, whatever. Um, did you guys ever watch Dragon Tales? Yes, I was actually just about to bring up Dragon. Yeah, I watched so much Dragon Tales as a kid. Yeah. yeah. I don't really even remember what it was about except dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Kids that, go to an alternate dimension. Maybe it wasn't they about dragons. <laughs> no, it was definitely about dragons. Yeah, it wasn't about anything except just Ready for the live action version. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah so there's a lot of stuff there too. Dark, dark reboot of dragons. Yeah, that's going to be Skyrim. <laughs> oh, okay. Skyrim was the video game version of, of Dragon Tales. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't think so. But Cyber Chase was a good show, Hannah. Uh, it had a lot of sci. It was it was a lot of sci-fi and mm-hmm. just, uh, a lot of you know kids. Yep. It's world. sci-fi and math. Like it, if there was any show that was like a representation of who I would become as an adult, it was probably Cyber Chase. My entire life is sci-fi and math, basically. Yeah, not very good math either. I'm good at math. Um, you keep telling us that, but again, I tutor math for a living. <laughs> Yeah, maybe That's you should. That's my job. Maybe you shouldn't. I fear for those students. I, not, not, when, not when you combine it with history. You know what? It was, you were homeschooled, weren't you, Hannah? Shut up. That's why. That's that not makes, what it is. That makes a lot of sense. No. You, you were taught us. that math. Okay. <laughs> no. 
I also watched a lot of Doctor Who. So it must have been older Doctor Who. No. No, so Doctor Who uh, came out in 2005. Yeah, I know. So I was like 12. Uh, I was like... Yeah. I was a preteen by that time. I was 10. See, I wouldn't have considered myself a a kid during that time. I was 10. Well, so well, and I and I especially remember I I kind of view it as one of my childhood shows and something specifically that I watched with my family, um, like with my mom and dad, um, and was something that we did like in the evenings together. Which I don't feel like we watched a lot of TV together before that. Maybe I did with like my siblings. So that was I think the first TV show I really watched with my dad specifically. Um, so that I I attribute that to being part of those formative years um and it's definitely influenced the kind of stuff that i watch nowadays because i still watch dr who for the first of all it's it's fantastic although the only thing i'm not caught up with is the uh, more recent one the lady doctor yeah lady doctor i like her i can't remember who may have been you but i i don't remember i was having an argument about this well not really argument kind of a debate maybe a question with you it's uh, always an argument eh. i have a question uh no, I work no, just, 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 uh there's a thing the other day where someone was questioning uh which number which doctor was um was matt smith maybe i was texting somebody 11 well yeah so i said i was saying 11 someone else was saying 12 and i was like well no you don't count I mean, technically, but he's he was the 11th Doctor because you don't count the War Doctor. First of all, because he didn't show up until... Um, yeah, officially he's number 11. Yeah. And then, so Capaldi's 12 and the current one is 13. So it was, mm-hmm. a, it was a whole thing and I tried, to, I tried to win this. Okay. Josh, what was your question? <sighs> My question was, if I were to restart Doctor Who, or if I was someone who had never seen any Doctor Who, which Doctor should I start with? Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, you just, I think you just got to start at the beginning, but you have to apply what I pretty much apply to all TV shows at this point. You got to give it a couple episodes. Well, so not, not the beginning. beginning <laughs> not the first Doctor. No. I would say the... The ninth Doctor, Christopher Eccleston, when they yeah. redid the show, when they brought it back in uh, two thousand. Yeah. But even in that season, you have to give it a couple episodes because the first two are pretty subpar, and then the third one is where it really gets interesting. Um, and then, and then the show just kind of gets better and better from there. And some would say it started to tank when uh, Matt Smith came in. Others would disagree. I like Max, Matt Smith. I liked him a lot too, but I think I like David Tennant probably better. I think the general consensus is that David Tennant's the best. There's a lot of like really I big mean, Matt Smith fans. I know, I know a lot of, uh, I know quite a few Christopher Lock- Christopher Eccleston fans. He's yeah, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, he's uh, a more serious actor, and he doesn't. He, he's not one of the more serious doctors, though. Although he has his, he definitely has his strong moments of being serious. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but the first episode of season one is just a little bit very stupid um but it it does get better so if you're watching it for the first time at least get to episode three before you make a decision at least get to the 22nd season before you 
I actually watched all of the the ninth Doctor that first season. I think it's just, I think it's just the, the the that season that's where the yeah. one doctor, first season of Modern Doctor Who. I started with David Tennant, but couldn't really. I, I we just weren't getting. We just we just couldn't make it work. Um, and I jumped into a little bit of Matt Smith. Uh, I thought he was his, his slightly easier to watch. Um, I was interested in watching uh, Peter Capaldi's Doctor Who. And I like I, I like to see how you know. Uh, the third on me handles as a Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, my uh, my husband and I are fully up to date um, with um, I can't remember the actress's name, um, but with her season, uh, and our general consensus is that we liked it, but we have a few complaints, mostly with the writing and less with her portrayal of the Doctor. Um, the biggest one being, and I'm afraid. It's, I think it's because she's a woman. They haven't let her get as angry. No. Because when women are angry, it tends to come off as bitchy, or at least people perceive it that way. And so she's been a lot gentler than this last season, and I really want to see her get angry, because I feel like the righteous anger is a, a really big part of who the Doctor is, and she just hasn't given the, been given the chance to do that, which is upsetting. And I it's like I like Wonder Woman the best when she's angry. There, there are plenty of characters, female characters, that I like best when they're angry. Some that I probably don't like as much, but that's just more of a character than yeah. their gender. Yeah, well, and I think that like she could pull it off really well. I just don't think they've given her the chance. Yeah. So, which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. But. Probably, yeah part of her in later seasons they're just like okay gonna let you you know hopefully, space hopefully. rough them up a little bit i don't she know how long season. she's gonna last i think she's at least doing another season because yeah. i i don't know how long a lot of them went i just remember christopher eccleston's being like very short it was only one season yeah jody whitaker that's her name yeah i knew um, that. i knew that i was just waiting for you to figure it out or look it yeah. up yeah i think I want to say I think Matt Smith went the longest. Probably. I think he had three seasons. Yeah, he had. But David Tennant seemed like he was there for a long. Oh no, I guess he. Time. Yeah, David Tennant had three what seasons too. Well, I remember. I guess did he or did he have four? Because I remember. No, he had. He had three. Because I remember um, David Tennant had. He had. I can't remember actually. He had. I guess three uh companions he had yes. rose rose martha and donna who i did not mm-hmm. yeah um and rose was two seasons but the first one was with christopher eccleston she only had one season with david Tennant, and then martha and donna so it was three seasons don't question me i can do well, that and, look at me all, at it not, not all of them were a, a season per companion which is why it takes some extra thinking sometimes it's more to, about focusing on the arc yeah the arcs. yeah but uh yeah it looks like it looks like matt smith and david Tennant had the same number of seasons yeah. So. well yeah i i liked i liked both of them and i liked capaldi i there's not been a doctor so far in the the rebooted or is it rebooted i don't know modern yeah modern. yeah uh, there's not been a doctor in the modern ones that I've just not 
enjoy it at all. Yeah. Um, Wikipedia uses the word revived. Yeah. And so. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, again, I still, I haven't seen uh, Jody yet, but. Yeah, she's good. It's good. It's worth a watch. Um, we're hoping that she has, she has potential. We're hoping that uh, things get better from here. Well, I think next week we should talk about video games we played as kids. Mine are all going to be Nintendo games kind of and PC games. Well, there, there's a lot of PC and Nintendo games. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I've actually been thinking about streaming some of the games I played as, kid, as a kid because they're on Steam. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. I, actually, I think I know what some of those games are because at least one of them, if not multiple, uh, we share in our Steam library. Oh, do we? I'll have to look at that. We'll see. Uh, assuming those are games that you also played as a kid. I mean, they're kid games. I have some of them that I played as a kid, some that Patrick played as a kid, and some that I didn't play as a kid but always wanted to, so I bought them anyway. That could be the case for any of those, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk, talk about, about it. We'll talk about it next time. We'll talk about it next time. So that's pretty much all we got for today. Um, does anybody have anything final to say? No? Cool. All right. Oh, my phone uh, disappeared. Oh, there <laughs> Okay, so this has been the Nerd Variety Podcast. Catch us next week where we're going to talk about some video games uh, that we played as kids, possibly. That's possibly what we're going to talk about next week. Um, But until then, over and out. See ya.